Welcome to Five Cats, Two Pussies. This is Ronnie. And this is Lindsay. And this is episode 21. 21. 21. 21. If we were a person, we'd be an adult. Yeah, dude, finally. <laughs> we're way better drinkers than a 21-year-old, though. Oh, God, yes. Uh, we've got a great episode today. We're going to chat a little bit about uh, Zodiacs, because that's fun. When, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's all I got to say about that right now. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little about a little bit about like Western astrology. Yeah. We've got some Chinese zodiac stuff going on. Yeah, we got. We've even some got surprises. a combination of the two. Right. Yeah. But first, we're gonna be good little witches and light our ritual candle. Yeah. Our sweet little egg. Ooh, ooh, that's a really good flame. That was almost a frightening flame. <laughs> Light my pee popper on fire. That would suck. <laughs> good. Yeah, we I got gotta this. say this this candle for spring is all about it. It is it is l- twice lit now immaculately. Oh, yeah. She's charging forward, man. <laughs> she's like, bring on the rebirth. So before we sat down to do this recording... We were chatting a little bit, reminiscing, going down old memory lane. And like I think a lot of people, my memory lane is full of being an idiot. (laughs) 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 And we were chatting about like, you know, we always start with a cat story. And um, what was our story this week? And lo and behold, I liked to play pretend. So we're going to regale you with a couple of tales of little Veronica Tiny Ronnie playing pretend as a cat, <laughs> as a child. <laughs> so this is my, I'm about to get a look, like a little segment from last week's Pussy of the Week, Carmella. And I'm going to lay it all out there and be like, this is who I am. I am a fucking dork. <laughs> you are, but you're the most lovable dork Fair. there is. So as a child, uh, as a child, I like to play pretend a lot. Uh, it was, you know, one of my more preferred pastimes. I pretended to be a lot of different things, like all children, I think. But one of my most favorites was, in fact, pretending to be a cat. <laughs> to the point that I pretended to be a cat inside while listening to the Stray Cats, because that was my <laughs> one of my parents' favorite band. So I would listen to their, like, Stray Cats, pretend to be a cat, because it meant I got to, like, climb up on top of the back of the couch and I could, like, lay on the back of the couch, and I'd, like, crawl down the couch and pretend to slink around like a cat. My mom would be like, what are you doing? Get off the couch. And I was like, but I'm a cat. Specifically a black cat. It must have had something to do with one of the straight cat songs. And then that wasn't good enough. So I also would also pretend as a child to be, um, to be a magical snow leopard with rainbow spots Ooh. who hunted unicorns when it snowed outside <laughs> i was very specific about my pretend i like that dude that's amazing <laughs> who's so involved did you like climb up in trees and yeah we didn't have a lot of good climbing trees but we did have a very large and extensive sort of swing set and you could my dad hung a 
uh, net from it. And so you could climb up the net to get up into sort of the crook, the top of this swing set. And so I would sit up there probably to be away from my brother. And I would like just be alone in my own little world of pretend where like the untouched fresh fallen snow would be sparkly like diamonds. And that's exactly when the unicorns would come out and then me with my rainbow leopard spots, I would sit up there and pretend to hunt them. All right, dude. Now, <laughs> I know how many unicorns I've caught. <laughs> how many have you caught? I didn't ever catch one. Neither did I. Fuck, <laughs> man. Bummer, man. Zero, zero. Neither of us win. Fuck. I had a real thing for unicorns <laughs> as a child. <laughs> a real thing. <laughs> I think somewhere in my mom's attic is still a box with like 53 porcelain unicorns oh wow i had rainbows on my wallpaper wow. like i'm that dork <laughs> i was a big my little pony fan some of them were unicorns the good ones yeah <laughs> i mean all all my little ponies are the good ones though yeah, fair that's fair <laughs> but it, this made me think of although i've never seen it people pretending to be cats and the most recent cat movie. Yeah. I, I don't want to see it. Like, I don't have a deep I, dying I love to. of cats. I'm sure it's hilarious, but in like the most awful way. But people shouldn't pretend to be cats. Cats shouldn't be people. And people shouldn't be cats. I don't know. I'm happy to pretend to be a cat. Fair. Were you ever picked on while pretending to be a cat? I was picked on a lot <laughs> when I was a kid, but it wasn't because I was pretending to be a cat. <laughs> I, th I can't remember. I wish I knew exactly how old I was because I was actually in a rendition of Cats. Really? Yeah. Ooh, were you a cat? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, and the only reason I know I was a cat is because I remember having to wear a leotard on stage and it was long sleeved black leotard with a v-neck and a white trim on the v-neck. So I was like a black cat with a white bib is what oh uh, okay and All i right. was really embarrassed it was a little bit of a chubby child but yeah i was i was really embarrassed to wear my leotard on stage so to battle this i was like i'm gonna go and have my aunt uh, my aunt linda braid my hair in a french braid because i had long hair down to my butt and she would like make it really look really good and i'd feel really confident so that's what i did and right before, like, we're all getting into our leotards, I'm struggling in my little pantyhose in, like, a bathroom stall in, like, the basement of the gymnasium kind of thing. And I asked some of the older girls um, to fix my hair for me, to put in, like, a couple extra bobby pins and tie a ribbon around the end kind of thing. And maybe it was something even, like, pinning my ears in or something stupid. But instead of pinning my hair in... They took the bobby pins out and unbraided my fucking hair. Wow. They were bitches. <laughs> what, a, what a bunch of jerks. They were super jerks. It was. I cried. Probably because your hair was way prettier than theirs. Well, that's a nice sentiment. <laughs> I don't know what the reason was at the time beyond they were big fat meanies. And I cried. I cried so fucking much. I sat on the toilet in the stall. I was like, I'm not coming out. I'm just oh. like, I was so sad. Teacher came and got me and was like, you have to go on. I don't remember anything about the play. I don't remember anything about the songs. All I remember is they took my fucking hair out. And I wanted to murder them. <laughs> so be careful if you're a person pretending to be a cat. I bet they're really someone's... disappointed in their lives now. Someone's gunning for you. <laughs> terrible, terrible girls. I would love if if one of those people is listening. Because I do have some high school friends that listen. So if one of you is listening and you were one of the people that took my hair out. 
water under the bridge. Uh, you know, it, it happened. Kids do mean things. But tell me why. <laughs> no way, why? dude. Fuck them. They're lucky I didn't go to that school. I would have knocked him right in the nose. Ooh, nice. <laughs> well, I know I'm not a cat when it comes to zodiacs. <laughs> so <laughs> I have tried and tried and tried. I am not a cat. <laughs> uh, and we're gonna we're gonna chat with you all about zodiacs uh, when we come back, but. In the meantime, until we do, this is a great time to grab Bevy, grab your rollies, uh, drop us a line on Instagram or email. You can always tell us about your time playing pretend. Have you seen the Cats movie? What did you think? Should I get over myself and see it? I don't know. Why don't you tell me? How many unicorns have you caught? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the important questions. Drop us a line at 5C2PPod on Instagram or 5C2PPod at Gmail. We'd love to hear from you. We'll be right back. Yeah. See you soon, witches. (laughs) Welcome back, witches. Hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we've got some astrology stuff to talk about yeah it, shit's crazy and astrology is fun and who doesn't like knowing about their own horoscope so we figured we'd do a little bit of a, a popcorn episode yeah and chat about our uh not not just our signs as it relates to eastern and western uh astrology and zodiacs but you know a little a tidbit a smidge a smackerel of where they come from yeah we'll touch on a little bit of all of it um I've got to say, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little bit about Chinese astrology. And for me, growing up, like I went to a lot of Chinese restaurants with my grandmother when I was a child. And for me, Chinese astrology had a lot to do with whatever was on the placemat in front of me. A hundred percent. That was my introduction to it as well. <laughs> Except I grew up in such a small town that the Chinese restaurant was run by a Vietnamese gentleman. I mean, with the Chinese zodiac. I don't know. I, it was. I, I don't. I don't. Good, I don't know place, if <laughs> I, the Vietnamese the Vietnamese may go off of Chinese zodiac. They may. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's, it it kind of sounds like it. Um, it's a little bit different than the Western astrology that we grow up with in North America. W- way different, in, and and I don't want to say more complicated because I definitely learned how fucking complicated the Western zodiac is, but <laughs> like. Way more complicated. Way more complicated. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. And I think that it's probably a little more complicated for us because we didn't really grow up learning a ton about it. It was like, you know, like I said, it was the placemat. That's that's what you knew. So the Chinese Zodiac runs off of their calendar, which is different than ours. We use the Gregorian calendar, which which runs uh, January through February. And it's based on of the position of the sun. Right. If you go back to our uh, leap year episode, you can find out all about the fucking calendar. <laughs> right. So the Chinese use a lunisolar calendar, which is not only based off of the position of the sun, but also based off of the position of the moon. So it's a little bit different. The new year lands on a different day every year. It's it's typically like late January to mid to late February and it's uh I believe 
23 days after the last lunar cycle of the year is when Chinese New Year is. Yeah, I, I definitely have recognized growing up in, or not growing up, shoot, living in places um, with a large um, Chinese or Asian population. Um, the, I've definitely experienced Chinese New Year on different days. Yeah. And it's a, like, not for nothing, it's a big fucking deal. Absolutely. And it's a celebration. I, I'm, always a, I'm always a little jealous. Uh, like one of my coworkers <laughs> uh, actually recently went back to China for Chinese New Year's and was like there for like 14 days or 23 days or something like the full thing. And I was like, this is so cool. This is w like, why don't I have a giant like three week long family celebration? Yeah. I was very envious. It's amazing. So the bare bones of like Chinese Zodiac when you're when you're just, you know, a young pussy looking at that placemat in front of you. It's you're going to be seeing the animals and the the years that the animals represent. So it's a 12 year cycle. Okay. Yep. Um, every year represents a different animal from the beginning of the Chinese New Year. Okay. So, for example, I'm going to use 1979 as a year because I know two people born in that year. Okay. Two people that are two of my favorite people. Aww. And one of them is Engineer Dan, who was born towards the end of 1979. And one of them is Brian, oh. who was born on the very first day of 1979. Oh, cool. I didn't know that they were both born in the same year. They were both born friend. in the same year. <laughs> However, their Chinese zodiac signs are going to be different because Brian's birthday falls before the Chinese New Year. Oh, oh, okay. So his year is actually more the animal for 1978. Right, right, right. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because it's not based on the like the calendar on your wall or on your phone calendar. Yeah. Wow, calendar on the wall. I'm so old. <laughs> uh, it's based on <laughs> the Chinese uh, solar lunar calendar. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Super weird, right? It's a little weird. <laughs> yeah, totally. So there are there are 12 animals that are represented in the Chinese year. It starts off with the rat. Okay. Year of the rat, first year in a new cycle. So we've got the rat, the ox, the tiger, the rabbit. That's what I want to be. You're not the rabbit. Damn it. Lindsay, I, know, I, I know wanted what to you be are. You're not the I rabbit. I want to be a rabbit. Man. Everything you are is wonderful, yeah. even if it's not what you want to be. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> After the rabbit, there's the dragon, the snake, the horse, the goat, or the sheep. They're interchangeable. Oh, I always thought it was like one or the other. Nope. It's oh, either there's a not goat both. or a sheep. Oh, okay. Yeah, not the same animal, so but it says a ram, interchangeable. Ram, ram goat, also, sheep. Yep. Okay. Yep. yep Some yep. sort of fluffy, hairy, white animal with horns. Yep. Super cute, all of them. <laughs> you think all animals are cute. <laughs> it, it's true. I do. Uh, there's the monkey, the rooster, the dog, and the pig, who I've also seen called the boar. Yeah, I've definitely seen the boar. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, outside of that, and a little more complicated, there's a 60-year cycle. Jesus. So <laughs> unless you really want to delve deep into Chinese astrology, you don't need to, like 
recognize this too much. But there is a bigger 60-year cycle in which there are still the 12-year cycles of the animals in between. But each animal is also going to be represented by an element. Oh, okay. So there's so five. just add more to it. Exactly. There's five elements, which that in itself does not make it a 60-year cycle. Wait, wait. There's five? Yeah, there's five elements. So what's, I've got, I'm guessing fire, water, air, earth. What's the fifth? So you've got metal. Metal? Wood. Oh. Water. Okay. Fire. Yep. And earth. Well, what about the air? No air. Weird. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not going to say wrong. I'm just going to say yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Those elements are also associated Metal. with planets, and they are also associated with constellations in Chinese astrology, But too. metal and earth are the same thing. No. <laughs> metal and earth are not the all same right. thing, all you right. silly all right. goose. It's not my, it's not my zodiac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> But within those, so you have the 12 animals, you have um, the different elements per year that are associated, and these alternate, right? Okay. So we're going like, you know, one year, you know, one year you're going to have a, uh, a a water rat. Okay. But then you're not going to have another water rat for another, like, what, six years. Okay. On, and on the sixth year, you're going to have another water rat. Okay. But in addition to that... There's the yin and yang of them, too. Okay. So you're going to have a yin water. Or, sorry, uh, 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 what did I say? I don't know. A water rat. You're going to have rat. a yin yeah. water. But then in another 12 years, you can have a yang water rat. Okay. So we so, could be born on different dates. And you yeah. could be using, sticking with this rat example, you could be a yin water rat and I could be a yang water rat. Right. But we would be 12 years apart. Okay, cool. Yep. And but the st the basic or however many years apart. Sure. I yeah, I didn't get too deep into that because there's the a math lot. Listeners. <laughs> there's but, a lot. But the basic idea is if you want your bare bones, you can take the 12 year cycle, look at your birthday and align it to a Chinese solar lunar calendar, which is associated with an animal and you want to get real fancy. You can then add a 60 year layer on top of that. Right. That also adds an element and a yin or yang. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And the internet, um, as far as my research has told me, doesn't really delve too deep into the yin and yang of it. Okay. Um, but it, it will, you can look up stuff, um, that will tell you about your element as, as like in regards to whatever your animal is. Okay. Now the question I think we all really want to know here is where the fuck did these animals come from? How did they come up with these particular Ooh, 12 animals? Uh, because I certainly wouldn't have chose, you know, a rooster or, you know, that sort of thing. So yeah. I'm kind of curious. Great question. That's a great question. So I, I, I have come across a couple of stories. And the first story that I came across was uh, Buddha asked all of the animals to come together and gather um, because he wanted a bunch of animals to, like, represent and protect humanity. And only 12 showed up. Oh, that's sweet. It is sweet. But the really fun story is, is that there was a great race held. 
And oh, okay. <laughs> competition. So one yeah. animal is better than the others. <laughs> True. And each animal kind of like, it. they all kind of like, they did their thing during this race. So the there was this great race and 12 animals were the winners of the race. And these 12 winners of the race were going to be like represented in the Zodiac for all time. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So there was a winner and a loser and then some real bad losers that didn't even make the list. I'm not a rabbit. So what am I? You're not a rabbit. The rat won the race. See, I'm a winner. (laughs) The rat won the race. You're not a rat, though. Well, so, but what am I? (laughs) So you are a pig. Who won the race? The rat won the race. Rat. Oh, no, I want to be a rabbit. I don't care about the rat. Yeah, no. Nobody wants to be a rat. You're a pig. (laughs) You're a pig. The pig lost the race. And the pig lost the race because the pig decided to, like, take a little break and have a snack and a nap. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck your zodiac. <laughs> so, okay, that's, like, <laughs> that's why the pig lost. The pig was, but the pig didn't lose the race. The pig was so, just like just came in last place. So the pig like did kind of win. It just came in last place. It's so accurate. I yeah. was like, this is hard, it's, uh, dude. It's I'm so cute. But you know what? There's a lot of really nice things about pigs. Like pigs in Chinese zodiac, they're sincere and they're kind. They're generous and they're loyal. They're tolerant and reliable. They like snacks. They're responsible (laughs) and thoughtful and noble. They're great talkers. They're great at talking to people. They really are. Um... Well, you got to draw in people to share your snacks. True. I'm going to fixate on this. (laughs) True. At the same time, they have a hard time saying no to people. And they can be gullible and insecure (laughs) and hot-tempered. Oh, I don't know that I'm hot-tempered. That's the only one that I don't... Everything else I can see hot-tempered is the one. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really see you as a hot-tempered person. But that's... Can be. Can be. Can be. Right, can be. Can be Can be not not necessarily (laughs) all the time. And most specifically, you are a yin water pig. Ooh, I'm a water pig. You're <laughs> now a water imagining pig. that I'm floating around in my pool noodle with my snacks on my belly. <laughs> I <laughs> love that imagery. <laughs> being really nice, be like, who would like to share my snacks? I love that imagery. Just not. I don't. I saw a really good swimming hole, and I was like, "Fuck this race! It's hot." <laughs> you know who else is a yin water pig? No, <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Kelly. I see you in a whole new light now, Kelly. <laughs> We're kindred spirits. If you could just get your H's correct, <laughs> we could be best friends. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! What about me? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So I'm I'm a water pig. A yin water a yin, pig. Yin water pig. What are you? I am a dog. Okay. I'm most spe- most specifically a yang water dog. Oh, we're 
were both water. Yeah. I'm sorry. I had a mouthful of beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I think says a lot about us and our and our friendship and that we can kind of roll with the punches and we okay. can like do whatever. And, you know, we can we can have we can get a snag and but we can roll with it. So we we're ha- OK. We, we have similar. So the water between us has a similar disposition. Like it gives us a commonality in like a thing that we both have in common yeah. in our personalities. But I also like that we're yin and yang because that must mean I'm guessing in some way we complement each other. Absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. Sweet. So dogs are loyal and trustworthy. Okay. Um, but they will hold a grudge. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> they are confident and animated and carefree. I believe your mic stand would agree that you're animated. Animated, for sure. Oh, yeah. Old Mikey here. Karate like... chops. <laughs> but dogs can be very introverted, for yep. sure. Um, dogs hate injustice, and they are very protective of the people that they love. Um, they are very direct with people, and they can be pretty stubborn. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Generous and intuitive. But also pessimistic and cynical and paranoid at times. You, I, I don't know about the paranoid one. I'm gonna, I'll let you, Sometimes. like, you know, deal with that in your own head. <laughs> but uh, I think you're a total dog. Yeah. Yeah. That seems really accurate. So you are definitely the person, like, in my social circle that, or one of many, I'm sure, but like, you're, you're the person that I'm like, if so and so, like, looked at me wrong, like, those girls that took my braid out. Oh, yeah, I, like, would I would I would kill punch them. them. <laughs> like, I would fucking How kill dare them. they take her braid down and make her cry? <laughs> they be dead. <laughs> Sweet. They get knocked right in the nose. <laughs> so the dog came in next to last. Anyways, you know, and it's because the dog got distracted when they they had there was like water in the race. They had to swim through it and they had to swim through it and the dog got distracted and played in the water for a while. <laughs> I like that you got distracted and I got hungry. <laughs> dog was like, ooh, swim time. And there was nothing. And the pig was like, I'm hungry and sleepy. There is nothing more accurate than you got distracted and I got hungry. <laughs> I know. I know. That's. That's if I learned nothing about Chinese zodiac. That's what I've learned. <laughs> so cute, so cute, awesome. Well, <laughs> I can't wait to see sort of in the long run how this translates to the Western zodiac. Yeah, like the similarities. Dude, I'm so, super. I'm psyched to hear. Yeah. So there's, uh, I'm going to get all hippy dippy on you for a second. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think everybody is fairly aware of like, what's my horoscope today? And <laughs> then you put, you're like, what are you? I'm a, I, you know, I'm a Sagittarius and you click Sagittarius and then it's like, you shouldn't buy a new car today. Uh, and I, I sort oh. of share that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a Sagittarius. Shit, should I have not have bought that litter robot the other day? <laughs> Did you check your horoscope? No, I didn't. Um, but the 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 Western zodiac is a little bit more metaphysical and a little bit more mathy. So okay, um, it is. Uh, it is uh, on its most basic level. It's based on the date, time, and place that you were born, mm-hmm. as it relates to the const- 
constellations. That's a difficult word. Um, <laughs> as it relates to the constellations and planetary alignments. So it's, uh, it's similar in that, but it has less to do with the year that you were born and more the um, date as it relates to the constellations in the sky. Like where were the planets on that particular day? Right. As opposed to how many years are in between each one. Right, right. And so where this all sort of comes together is essentially you then take that and, and use it as a form of divination or predictive um, behavior uh, based on the planets and their alignment on the date, time, and place that you were born. Because if I was born in Sandy Point, Nova Scotia, it's going to have a different planetary alignment than maybe Lindsay, who was born in California. Sacramento, California. In Sacramento, California. Yeah, dude. I mean, that 3, makes a kilometers away. <laughs> ton of sense because the planetary alignment of like you know the the constellation and whatever planets are in play at that point or is going to be different on one end of the continent to the other. Exactly, sure. and hemispheres, and yeah, the whole it's all different. So. This gets real historical nerdy, and I kind of love it, and I'm going to definitely read some more about it now. I read just enough to, like, scratch a surface and get an itch now. So, um, essentially, where this ends up going is that uh, the mathematical relationship between the different planets equals a different tone of energy. So oh. when you, this is all comes down to your astrological, like Western astrological start chart, and it stems from Pythagoras's theories of angles and all of that math nonsense that I didn't take in school. Oh. <laughs> and, um, and Plato also was actually really in on this. And they both believed that the sun, the moon and the planets all had their own unique, they called hum. It all had their own unique energy and that life as a whole reflects the tenor of energies and celestial sounds. So we're going to go real metaphysical on this is everything is tied together. The earth, the individual, the cosmos are all a single organism that vibrate on different levels. Okay. So the vibration or the hum of these different planets as calculated and different by the angles that they are on your given date time and place that you were born will resonate for each one of us on a little bit of a different frequency but sort of clustered together in these like 12 groupings so the individual hum of a person will be based on their planetary alignment yes so if you get real deep into it and do your like own unique star chart it will give you much more information mm-hmm. um, it, it, at the surface level, sort of like the there's 12 animals and then you can go the 60 year and also get right. the yin, the yang and the element. So on the surface level, you're like, you're a Capricorn, you're an Aries, you're a Pisces, you're a Cancer, you're a Sagittarius. You're like, you're all those different things. Right, right. But you can go one level deeper and do the full star chart, which will give you your individual hum. So you got your surface hum mm-hmm. and then you've got your individual yeah. hum. Yeah. Yeah, I've done my astrological chart before I have, too. Ha, have you? Yeah. Did it align with, like, with your actual, like, where your sun is? Because it's no. primarily like 
the I have a I have a Pi- I'm a Pisces yes. for my son yep. and I'm a Pisces in some other like planet or like node or whatever out there somewhere but yeah I'm my I'm mostly Pisces sun. Cool. So that like Capricorn, Pisces, Aries, Taurus, all that stuff. Um all of those relate as you just mentioned to where the sun is on a given section of days on a Gregorian calendar. Right. What I found fascinating and did not know is because when you look at the list, especially if you open up your newspaper or whatever, it's got your like your full list and you can look up your own horoscope. It always starts with Capricorn because the calendar starts in January. That's not where this calendar actually starts. No, so it's not. It's, yeah, it starts with Aries, which is what's coming up next. Yeah. And uh, ends with Pisces, which is what you are and yeah. where we are right now. Which is, like, super cool and opposite of us as far as, like, Eastern and Western astrology goes. Because in Chinese zodiac, Chinese astrology, you're in the last house. Right. Yes. So we're like we're and we're yin and yang. Yeah. And and, and in Western astrology, I'm in the last house. Yes. So we're both last. <laughs> <laughs> we both lost the race somehow. <laughs> um, I also, as it relates, uh, sort of um, parallel comparisons with Chinese uh, zodiac. Um, the Western zodiac only has four elements: you have fire, water, air, and earth, mm-hmm. and they each relate to. Um, a couple of different um, qualities, I guess, uh, about a person. So things like, um, for example, you're a Pisces, which is a, a water sign. So it would be function, practicality, and solidity. So, you know, when you get sort of deeper into your star chart, those are the underlying things that should always be there no matter what planets are where. Right. But I have... What we both are. And I think we've mentioned before. I'm a Leo. Yeah. And you're a Pisces. Yeah. So I've looked up some things. And again, like anything else, there's all kinds of shit that goes along with this. You can find like your lucky color and your best match and you're like oh, yeah. this and you're that. And so I've, I've got a smattering here of the things that are the most fun because I love this stuff. Um, so a Pisces, you're closely related to Neptune and water. And essentially uh, things that like sort of resonate with Pisces in general are inspiration, um, compassion, conscious, kind, dedicated, and good temper. Your weaknesses are that you're recessive, sentimental, indecisive, and unrealistic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Your lucky color is white and your stone is ivory. That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Now what is, what is Brian? Brian's a Capricorn. Yes! Best match for Pisces, Scorpio, Cancer, and Capricorn. <laughs> and so that basically to get your best matches um, in anything, they're taking your star chart, your star math. I and... feel like they're taking like my opposite. <laughs> no, it's not even your opposite. They're taking uh, your star math and aligning it with the most complimentary star math of somebody else's star chart. But for me, I think that my most complimentary partner is my opposite partner. Fair. That's fair. And these are like metaphysical guidelines. Yeah. So you can read into them what you want. And I don't know that much about uh, that much about Capricorns. Like on the wheel for me, I know that my opposite on the wheel is Virgo. But I dated a Virgo once and he was way too wishy washy for me, dude. I couldn't do it. I was like, ugh, you bore me. Um, so I am, uh, I am the opposite of you in terms of elements. So I am a, I'm a Leo, I'm a sun and a fire. 
the things that go with Leo are assertiveness, will, majesty, proud, charitable, reflective, loyal, and enthusiastic. It's sort of all lion-y traits. Uh, weaknesses, arrogant, vainglorious. I love that word. Uh, indulgent, wasteful, willful, and self-complacent. And if I like align with anything in that list, I feel like self-complacent with the snacks on my water pig tummy seems about <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, my colors are red, gold, and yellow. My stone or my like jewelry should be gold. I actually prefer silver. Um, and the my best match are Aries, Sagittarius's, and other Leos. Interesting. Now, I'm going to add one more layer to this because I have also had my chart done. And it was not Leo. So my solar sign is Leo. Where my birthday falls, I'm smack dab in the, in the middle of Leo, which does not start in August. It starts in July. Mm-hmm. Um, very common misconception. But uh, I am actually with, I have the Leo sun, but everything else, including my moon and all, like almost everything else, more closely aligns with cancer. Interesting. So I am, my predominant sign is Leo. But my, like, everything else is cancer. And cancer is uh, receptivity, emotion, viscera, so going with your gut, a strong sixth sense, um, imaginative, and their weaknesses are possessive, prim, and sensitive. Which does sound a lot more like you. (laughs) Which I, if I had to pick and identify more strongly with one than the other, I feel more like a cancer. But there are definitely things like loyal, proud, um, assertiveness, you know, that sort of thing. You know, I can definitely see, like, I I swing heavily between one side or the other. I am both parts. But the best match for Leos are Pisces. Scorpios. Scorpio! <laughs> I got you both, bitches! <laughs> and Cancers. So I purposely brought that up, not because I I feel more closely aligned with one than the other, but because Engineer Dan is a Scorpio. Yeah. And he falls, if you go by the Cancer, he falls into both of our best match scenarios. <laughs> and, and... And uh, he's our bestest pal. Yeah. So. And Pisces. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> you have a lot of lady friends or who are Pisces. I have, yes. Most of my, like, I would say most of my social circle has been, you know, predominantly, it's, it's a Pisces-heavy circle. Yeah. I have a couple lady friends who are Pisces. I feel like I'm all across the board with people. But. Uh, fair. <laughs> but. <laughs> So, yeah, that I'm adaptable. <laughs> and then for one more layer of fun, you can also you can also combine the two. So if you haven't, listeners, oh. if you haven't combined the two, you can go and just Google this. Google's our best friend. You can just go Google this. Your primal zodiac, which yeah. combines the information from Chinese zodiac and the information from the Western Zodiac. Yeah. And puts them together to give you an animal. Yeah. And holy shit. Dude. These are awesome. It's so <laughs> cute. Which we're going to talk about in just a second. Because I need a pee break. <laughs> so psyched to talk about it. We'll see you soon, witches. Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
you've been listening, I'm guessing, and not just tuning in the last like six minutes of this episode. So you know a little bit about uh, what Lindsay and I are in terms of our uh, Chinese Zodiac and our Western Zodiac. And the icing on the cake, you can combine them to make a Primal Zodiac. Primal Zodiac. Yeah. It's I I think the primal zodiac is super cool, dude. It's it's definitely something. <laughs> I mean, essentially, it's supposed to represent your your instinctive animal nature, right? And like, this is the animal you would be if you were an animal. Yes, it takes <laughs> it takes the actual nature of said animal and applies it to the individual. So yeah, like it's. It's not about, you know, I'm a pig and therefore I have pig-like qualities. It's I am a, like, particular thing mm. and I have the qualities of that thing in real life. Yeah. Yes. Totally. So. I've looked us both up. I know you have. <laughs> I've looked myself up many times with disappointment. <laughs> Should we do... You want to do you first or me first? Uh, let's do you first. Okay. Yeah, sure. I... Am an animal called a tarsier. Tarsier, they're so cute, dude. They're so cute. They're like in between a lemur and a monkey. It's like if a bat was a teddy bear. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> they have these weird giant eyes. They're super cute. They're so cute. They're super cute. Okay. So, so tarsiers are supposed to be loyal, helpful, and creative. They're okay. supposed to be emotionally and intuitively sensitive. I almost said sensual. That was not not right. (laughs) Sensitive. Um, Intuitively sensual. (laughs) But also introverted. Yeah, fair. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. Yeah. You're a a tarsier. Yeah. Totally! I'm a tarsier. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Okay, do me. me. Okay, so you are a quetzal. I'm a quetzal. Yeah. I'm a fucking bird. Yeah, dude. I'm a weird bird lady, though. I love them. They're they're super cool. They're beautiful. They have these, like, like, long, gorgeous tails. They're beautifully colored. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Wild birds are lovely. I'm very happy that i have my bird alarm cardinal i uh, like in my yard <laughs> but yeah I, I when in the list of like you could be a giraffe or a camel or an elephant or a tarsier i'm a fucking quetzal i'd rather be a quetzal than a camel okay i mean camels are cute but they're weird <laughs> but i'm fine enlighten the folks and also i'll trade you if you want to be like a weird monkey thing then be a weird monkey thing all right i'll trade i'm, I'm kind of like a bird anyway but quetzals are super cool uh quetzals are warm and colorful and gregarious yeah i definitely learned that they are gentle and easygoing they are they have a bit of a dual personality Fair, fair, fair. All right, fine. Where (laughs) in public and to the public eye, they appear to be bright and outgoing. Yes. But in the confines of home and around the people that they feel most comfortable with, they're quiet and thoughtful and funny (laughs) and generous. (laughs) And generous. Fair, fair. The, the the other things that I've read about Quetzals are um, they, they have a certain X factor. Oh. Everybody wants to talk to them. And, and, and that's yeah. the part I reject. No, I but, can see that. I can absolutely see that. But And the, the other part that I did align with, though, personally, is 
in as it relates to occupation and career, they tend to be really good business managers, especially as it relates to hospitality, which I did yeah. spend a long time doing and was not happy unless I was in charge. I can see that. <laughs> I can I, see yeah. that. But like the specifically in public part, I like I've been out in public with you yes. and I have witnessed people wanting to talk to you. And it's because you exhibit this like bright and welcoming attitude towards people, even though you know, you probably don't really want to talk to them. Fair. You it's, draw yeah. them in. That's that's fair. And once they're there, you're engaging. Yeah, because it's rude not to. I definitely, <laughs> I, I have a continuous struggle between, you know, I, I try to be authentic in myself all the time, whether yeah. I'm at work or out or whatever. But there's definitely a certain level of like, here's my social engagement personality. But also I would be equally happy to be just like left alone reading my comic book at a bar. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But you'll engage them. I will. I will. <laughs> I will. That's for sure. So yeah, I'm I'm a Quetzal. You're a Tarsier. Mm -hmm. What everybody's really dying to know here. Is what is Engineer Dan? Yeah, what is Engineer Dan? So Engineer Dan is a Scorpio. Yeah. And a sheep? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Engineer Dan, um, is a he's a goat or a sheep. A goat, sheep, ram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So a goat, sheep, ram, and a Scorpio makes a panda! Ooh, a panda! <laughs> and if, uh, I'm going to read a little tiny bit of panda um one second here pandas like to eat the bamboos even though they're carnivores they're carnivores whose diets are 99 percent bamboo oh uh which that if you extrapolate that pretty much sums up a panda um so they're popular but loners um they need to feel in charge of their own destiny blah 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 uh the the biggest thing about a panda that that i think really relates here and tells you what you need to know is that Rather than see things as they are, pandas see the world in terms of how it affects them personally. <laughs> pandas! Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and people may interpret this behavior as self-centered, but it is genuinely the best way for pandas to operate because they believe they are improving their surroundings uh, by making their own lives better, which therefore makes the lives of everyone around them better. Yep. <laughs> so if you've ever... If you've ever wondered, who is this mysterious shouting voice in the distant background, Engineer Dan? He doesn't even have a profile picture on our website. I know. If you want to know anything about Engineer Dan, go and read the Panda Primal Zodiac. You'll have learned <laughs> everything you ever needed to know. <laughs> so I hope uh, that was a little bit of fun for all of you listening and... Uh, I definitely encourage you to share with us what is your zodiac sign. Do you relate to you? Like, are you like me where you're like, yeah, I'm a Leo, but I'm also kind of a Cancer. Uh, you know, how closely do you feel like you align to your sign, to your um, primal animal? And let us know. Drop us a line at uh, 5C2Ppod at Gmail or Instagram. And before we wrap things up. It's that time again. Yeah, dude. That's my drum roll. Pussy of the week. Pussy of the week. You know, someone's really got to write us a Pussy of the Week song. That's not Brian. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with Brian's songs. Just No, Brian's songs are great. A He's going to eventually just succumb and write us the lyrics to the songs that we want A listener should write us a Pussy of the Week song. 
You could do that. That would be wonderful. <laughs> so, our Pussy of the Week Give this week. Give a t-shirt and a sticker and a pin for it. Oh, oh yeah. We yeah, did, we can yeah. do that. We'd send you all kinds of love. Yeah. We send you stuff. Write us a Pussy of the Week song. We'll send you some stuffs. So. Where do they submit? They can <laughs> send their stuff to 5CTPpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. Random contests off the cuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pussy of the Week. We wanted to give a warm and loving shout out this week to not one, but two badass pussies. Two pussies. Who are on the front lines of all the nonsense that's happening at the moment. Both of these wonderful women are close to us in our lives, and they're both nurses. Yeah. So if you are in the medical profession and listening, high five, shout out, fist bump, elbow bump. I look at you from six to uh, three to six feet away and nod in acknowledgement. I've got your back. Yes. <laughs> We're going to wash our hands immediately after acknowledging you. But. For 20 seconds. We've got our 20 second hand washing songs on deck. <laughs> What's yours? I don't really have one. Oh, no. Shame. I just, yeah. I mean, I, I, I wash my hands 150 times a day. So yeah, I feel like fair. the 20 seconds is a little unnecessary for me because I do it like after I touch anything, one single thing. I'm like, hand wash <laughs> if I'm at work. Fair, fair. But these two women are on the front lines of it all in their own special way. So, yeah. Lindsay. So we've got Pussy of the Week number one. Kelly. Kelly! <laughs> my water pig sister! <laughs> Kelly, Arania's is a water pig sister and also my real life blood sister. Kelly of Fuck You Kelly fame. <laughs> the H is silent! <laughs> <laughs> the H is silent, Kelly. Kelly, we love you. Thank you for all that you are doing. And good on you for being okay with wiping people's asses. Yeah. Second that, and kudos to this other badass lady who also wipes people's asses yeah. on a regular basis, my sister-in-law, Rosie. Yeah. Who, Rosie! Who is an, a badass nurse who works in a retirement home and assisted living facility, and the the compassion and patience that this woman has knows no bounds. I don't know anybody who has has more to give and just like chin up and pulls through it all uh so shout out to both of you women you rock you're amazing you're our pussies of the week pussies of the week hard job couldn't do it myself absolutely not true warriors (laughs) (laughs) all right well we will be back next week with hopefully brand new episode. Yeah. <laughs> we're not quite. We're only in episode 21. We're not quite into like a favorites clips yet. So we'll yeah. we'll be back with some brand new stuff for you next week. Can't wait. We'll miss you in between. Until then, remember, wash your fucking hands. No Nazis, no pervs. Totally.